Chris, you're back. Yeah. How's it going? Great, man. How are you? Stoked. Glad to be back. Uh, A little overworked, but loving it here. Good. God likes busy people, I heard. (laughs) He does. Apparently, he does, because uh, he's definitely blessed us in the school lately. Hey, we're in Osara, so you can't be calling God a he too much. He might get some Uh, blowback. No. Yeah, well, yeah, he, she, her, him, whatever the pronoun is. yeah, I'm just glad that he, he's on my team or she's on my team. Since we last talked, there's been a whole lot of pronoun discussion in the world, but we're not going to touch that today. No, Let's jump no into I, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> so for your episode, this is episode number two. Yeah. Um, and I still don't know how to say your last name. Anteo. I'm going to mess that up again. Yeah, that's fine. Everyone you, does. You're not the only one. Chris from Gnome. That's how I talk about you ever, whenever you come up. Mo- most people know me as the surf guy or Gnome. Nice. So, a uh, quick recap for people who are hearing you for the first time. What's Gnome uh, all about? What are you doing? And why are we talking? Uh, Gnome, we're a uh, 501c3 surf therapy organization in the U.S. that uh, is focused on creating a cultural shift towards inclusion, acceptance, diversity, and equality uh, for all kids of all abilities. So, primarily, we surf with kids with autism, Down syndrome, ADHD, depression, and anxiety. Um, and it's not about surfing, right? People are like, okay, surfing. And uh, what we do is really truly focus on creating happiness for the child, self-confidence, uh, connection and trust with the instructor, which, you know, boils over into their everyday life and interactions with their family, friends, and mostly in their overall mental health. I don't think anyone on the planet would disagree with how awesome that is, by the way. Yeah. I also think almost everyone on the planet would be confused by the idea of it. It's like, wait a second. I didn't think of autism and all these different, everything that you named. Yep. Surfing as being such a source of therapy. And by therapy, you're also not just giving a lesson and pushing them into the water. You're trying to change lives. So uh, describe that to someone listening, please. Yeah, it's it's basically we do a lot of like tandem surfing and and building connection and trust with a child with autism. Like most of uh, the academics out there in the world say children with autism don't understand emotion and things of that nature. And I'd be the first one to tell you they couldn't be the farthest thing from being wrong. Uh, What we do in surf therapy is build that connection using the ocean and surfing. And we knew people were going to be like, okay, surf therapy. So we've been doing the research now for a few years. And in uh, 2024, uh, we were part of uh, this past summer, we collected data and we were part of the first ever global pilot study to uh, determine the efficacy of you surf said 2024. Therapy. I'm confused. Can you start the end? In 2024 is when we will be published in the global journal of community, uh, the Global Journal of Community, Community Psychology Practice. I got it. So the studies happening right now are going to be launched in some pretty big platforms in the Correct. coming years. Yeah, there's there's about 12 to 15 surf therapy programs across the globe. We're one of them that have been selected. Um, and what our research indicates is that over 98% of the kids are feeling happier. And uh, over 93% of them are feeling more self-confident. 100% of the parents would recommend it. And 100% of the parents, would, uh, the children would try it again. Okay, so, so. it's the same theme <laughs> as last year. When yeah. we last talked, you had just picked up some big momentum. And yep. you had some sponsors. You had mentioned like Doug Flutie had come in. Yep. A couple, your first big company had come in. Yeah. Um, you still had to work your normal job. Yeah. But at the same time, you were like, I'm trying to get to this rich. I, w- I want to get into this full time. I believe yeah. in it's working. But w- I'm speaking as you right now. You said we're limited because we're in Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, and we've we've got to find a way to get these families to warm water, too. Yeah. And that's where Costa Rica came in, Correct. specifically here in Nosara. Yeah. I see your happy camp hat. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like happy camp is happening. It's happening. Uh, 
I mean, we, we bought the land here in Osara back in, in 2019 and things were even just two years ago, completely different than they are from, from today. And, uh, we're about to launch the official, uh, micro resort, as I call it, uh, in, in the hills. And what does that mean? What are you going to do there? Uh, we're going to be bringing families from the United States and all over the world, um, here to Nosara with children with autism, Down syndrome, ADHD, depression or anxiety, and just having them have that full wellness experience that Nosara has to offer with the highlight being surf therapy. You got a yin and yang thing going here, man. Obviously, the good and the positive is bringing down the families and the kids who get to have this amazing experience yeah. in this amazing place. But at the same time, you're standing in a town where when someone first meets you and you're like, yeah, I'm bringing families down from the U.S. I don't think you made too many happy happy camp people with that statement until no. they've learned what happy camp yeah. is. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Because Nosara is not the easiest spot to get some sort of thing going like that. Because again, people are, are sometimes a little jaded or protective. Uh, and I'm not saying anybody's trying to be mean or has ill intentions. I'm yep. just saying, I know what it's like to come into the community and try to get something going. You're also not walking around the first thing you say, hey, I'm bringing people with health issues down for a great yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. You're just trying to live your life. And I'm imagining that there's some friction there or is there? Of course, there's some friction. I feel like people maybe don't understand who I am or, or what we're trying to do here. Uh, surf therapy is about community. And I need uh, the community in Osara to embrace what we're trying to do here. How can you, we help? Like, walk us through that. Come volunteer. Come, come in the ocean with the kids. Come, come see what we're actually doing. Um, this isn't a business. It's a nonprofit. And what we're truly trying to bring to these families is healing. You know, they have to struggle with their everyday um, life, having children and with disabilities and having to be a caretaker as the mom and the, maybe the child doesn't quite, you know, uh, understand everything that's going on. So there's a lot of hectic, uh, going on in their normal everyday life back home. So we're trying to get them away from that because we have the cold water season in back home and we can extend that season and bring them to this magical place that's built for wellness. So, so that's the concept. Th that, that's very helpful. So thanks for that. So what you're saying, if I heard you right, is for the families that come down with your athletes, let's make it a, a softer, more pleasant experience. And by that, you mean volunteers who can help in the water and then just other people who can help in general life. Yeah, just, just building that, you know, surf therapy is about community and connection. And, you know... Our kids back home, once they surf, they normally can't partake in like basketball, baseball, or your prototypical like sports like soccer. So their parents aren't used to seeing their child thrive and succeed. And when they're out on those waves, they're doing that. And if it's just watching on the beach and cheering these kids on and embracing Gnome for what we're doing, that's helpful to us. Like seeing the kid walk in the street, saying hi to the to the child because they're not used to that type of social interaction and, and feeling like, you know, they are the all-star because they are, you know, in, in my eyes. And that's what we're trying to give them by bringing them to this magical place in the jungle that's curated uh, to the nines for surfing and wellness. And we want them to feel special. I'm guessing part of the therapeutic part is you guys are hitting so many different buttons at one time that are a new experience. And it's it's just like, 
a lot. I mean, we get this all the time. It's like, it's surfing. It's not just surfing. Like what we're really teaching these kids is how to fall off the board and get back up again. Just like in life, you know, they may fail at something because they don't understand it correctly. Um, but in the water now there's all these elements, they getting smashed, they're falling. They think they can't do it. Then all of a sudden they catch that magical first wave and they're like, okay, you know, so something starts to click for that child, for that family, uh, to notice the, the self-confidence building in that athlete. Apparently so. If you're at a 98%, you say, yep. success rate yep. of, of a positive experience from yep. an individual who generally never get to have a chance like this. Yep. That's astronomically high. I'm guessing that's why your funding is starting to come in and you're getting more support. Yeah. You're leaving your crazy investor guy job to yep. be a crazy uh, surf therapy guy. Yeah. I was trying to think of a better, funnier, more sarcastic term there, but that is what you are. You're a crazy surf therapy guy. Yeah, that's pretty much like I, you know, uh, back when I was here last year, we were at 800 families. Today, we're at 2,300 families. Jeez, um, is that, we're, that's a big increase, man. And yep. you're also limited seasonally. Correct. So we, we get in the water back home at May 15th and we're in the water every day till October 15th. We have, we hold free camps on Sundays for kids. And then we do individual lessons every other day of the week. Uh, we've had amazing sponsors like Matuk. Um, how do you say the name again? Matuk. They're a, a luxury linen brand. Shout out to Matuk. Yeah. They're going to be, uh, completely powering our resort up there with, you know, their extremely, uh, luxurious sheets and, and towels and linens, uh, the PGA tour in RSM, uh, L, 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 LP also just recently, uh, gave us a $25,000 donation, uh, from pro golfer Tyler McCumber when he won a tournament. Um, we have foundations like the Rathman foundation that have hopped on board with us. Uh, it's amazing to me. Like it's extremely humbling how much we've grown and surf therapy is a thing. And um, has it caught enough to quit your day job though? Because I know that's a that's something you're wrestling with. Yeah, I can't. I I it just I I can't do it all anymore. Like of course, I mean we we've more than quadrupled in revenue, and obviously tripled in in size with our everyday services for for our athletes. So yeah. I mean, it, is it going to pay me what banking did? No, but it's the right thing to do. It's my calling. I know it's my calling and uh, well, I have to do it. May to October, Rhode Island is not a bad place to be. No. It's, and it's October beautiful. to May, or actually let me say it, goes through, in Costa Rica, November to April, here's a pretty good place to be. Yes. So that that's why we, we're trying to marry the two. Uh, we've actually expanded in Rhode Island to two different beaches in uh, Newport, Rhode Island, uh, where all the Vanderbilts and Rockefellers have their mansions on the cliffs. Uh, and we're in Little Compton, Rhode Island, but we also expanded to Westport, Mass this past year. So we went from one to three locations and we're hoping to expand into Encinitas, California as well. So we're really trying to shake and move and, and have this program available to every child who needs that confidence boost that that happiness that connection and, and trust with uh, other humans when i bought the land here in osara it was the very first time I, I i visited this place so uh costa rica as well like you know so i came here in osara com fell completely in love with the place and was like let's go and like literally had to risk my entire life savings 
to to just buy the land. And I was like, how the F am I going to like even afford to build, you know? And I thought I was going to be sitting on this land for quite some time. Uh, me being as confident and, you know, uh, trying to manifest everything crazy. crazy. Uh, I'm like, we're going to do this in two years. And today it's two years later, pretty much. And the place is pretty much built. And I have the same amount of money in the bank that I did when I started and wasted it. So, uh, it's pretty wild and humbling how everything has transpired. Like if you feel love from a place and you feel a calling to do something, then do it because, that's gonna continue to fuel you. And um, I thought I was gonna be dead broke. And I've I've worked so hard in surf therapy that I've lost jobs because I've been so focused in on the families and kids and been sitting on no income, you know? And then a better job comes to help get me through. Um, My last job, the CEO is a surfer. And, uh, you know, he gave me my opportunity and, and it's truly helped me secure everything up there and and finish the construction and and now i gotta go broke again and 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 go gnome full-time you know and and that's crazy because everyone thinks i'm crazy they're like dude you're gonna try to make a career out of surfing without bring being a pro and and like you know i'm average at best on big waves but when you get a little kid on my board it's a whole different story like we're, we're shredding and uh you can see me myself elevate even my surf game when I got another little human on board. So it's all just magical and wild to me, this whole journey. In 60 seconds or less, why are you doing this? I'm doing this because I, I, I was that kid, you know, I had ADHD growing up. I was misunderstood. My mom did get calls from the parents. Uh, I mean, from the teachers at school to come on in and, and have the conversation how your child is misbehaving and disrupting my class. Well, no one really understood me at that point. I barely understood myself. And through surfing, it helped me heal. It helped calm down my mind. It put me in the flow state. And I knew I needed to share this with kids. Did I know it would be so effective with autism? Not really, but I knew I had a connection with kids with autism. And what it's proving is that it is incredible. Like these families swear by it. Um, they, they say things to me that, you know, make me feel uncomfortable, even like how nice and how much credit they give me for their child's wins. But what they need to realize is that surfing and connection nature is the vehicle that's making that kid come out of its, his his or her shell and it's just a really magical experience and what's happening is amazing it's it's completely life altering for these kids and i wouldn't want to do anything else in my life do you feel it's so amazing it's worth quitting a job or you actually make real income to go broke to just look for more money to fund some weird idea of a rhode island surf therapy thing in a costa rican dream for the If I didn't, uh, that would say a lot about who I am as a person. Like I'm, I'm, I've been there. I was successful in corporate America as an executive banker and all that jazz. Uh, my calling is to do these for these kids. So if I need to go dead broke, I'll go dead broke, but I know I won't because it's, it's been provided for me and every single step of the way, more and more powerful people are joining the mission. And I know that will just continue. 
uh, especially in a place like Nosara, where it gives us so much exposure to some of the the world's elite, so to say, right? Um, yeah, I would do it. I would go broke for these kids any day of the week because that's how powerful this is for these families. And I am not worried about myself. Like I, I really, my mom always taught me to be selfless. She's the most selfless woman I know. So yeah, like I have to like take this leap of faith and I'm going to. Give us a message um, here in Osara, what you want slash need most from us. Um, and then to your sponsors, it's because you need money if you're going to expand. That's yeah, all I was yeah. thinking about. Yeah, it's like, yeah, all right, yeah, if yeah. expand and then you got to you gotta pay yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then lastly, to the whole audience back in the Northeast. No, Sarah, here, we, we just really want to be embraced and, and have the community embrace what we're trying to do. Because what I've noticed about Nosara is when people put their heads together, some pretty powerful things can happen. So if they can embrace what we're trying to do here and, and come to our community, so to say, and try to help these children along with us, this can become an extremely magical experience for thousands of families. And, and we're not looking to bring many people in at once. We're talking like one or two families at once, right? So we're not trying to overpopulate the waves or anything like that. But we do need that sense of community and support from the people here in Osara. Uh, to my sponsors, I am super grateful for the ones that are here. And they have been nothing but amazing to me and given me everything I've asked for and without even asking sometimes. But yes, we always do need more. We need uh, a Vans, <laughs> you know, uh, one of those big sponsors to really embrace what we're doing as well. And uh, to the people back home, I, I want them to know that um, we're never leaving home. You know what I mean? That's a lot of people ask me that question of, so when you're moving to Costa Rica, I'm like, I'm never moving to Costa Rica. Like, I have my program here. I will live there in the winter. And um, a lot of people back home don't quite understand how it all happened here. It seems like you're following the seasons is what it comes yeah, down to. Correct. You found a place that's great to do what you want to do. Seasonally, it's fantastic here. Uh, and there it's cold. And you can't yeah. get your athletes in the water. That's, that's exactly it. And and um, the people who make donations back home and the corporate sponsors, that all stays in the U.S., you know, I have self-funded this project here in Osara to not tax my nonprofit, but now my nonprofit will support families in getting here. So um, a lot of the people that we're bringing here typically couldn't afford it, you know, because they have a lot of other things, medical needs that their children have that they need to direct their funds towards. So uh, support, obviously, financially is something we need, but we also need that support from the community and, and volunteers and people just wanting uh, to come to the cause, you know? Are you going to figure out, like, is it going to run dates? Because what you could do is let us know when you need the help. and Yeah, we're, we're bringing uh, the first family that will stay uh, here at Happy Camp on uh, <laughs> January 29th through February 6th this year. And then um, after that, uh, we want to put together some some video stuff and and whatnot. Maybe we we can do some sort of stuff with the family or whatever, right? Uh, we fully see this thing growing and people wanting to be here on a weekly basis. So eventually, I'd like to train and hire some instructors here that that are going to stay <laughs> here and be able to also help with that. So that'd be cool. I, I, yeah. You can find that man. No, Sarah, as grumpy it is when you just walk in and you're <laughs> setting something up, just know. 
there's a, there's a lot of love behind the scenes and yeah, like when that, when uh when people figure out what you're what's going on it'll spread and it'll be good it's uh this this place is an interesting yeah interesting I, spot in the world that that's what i that's the vibe i get from osara right i and i grew up with undiagnosed adhd so i can be a little bit awkward when first meeting people and so on and so forth so uh coming into osara and it being as you know grumpy so to say uh or like you know so isolated it can be tough making friends here but uh once they do get to know me and, and the type of personality that that i have and what i'm trying to do for children i hope that they truly do embrace it like you yourself have and and i thank you very much for that um i truly think nosara is a, a really magical place filled with love and and i know that uh once they get to know gnome for real that they'll be all in i think so too man i think yeah. you just got to keep preaching your gospel be yeah. repetitive and that your message will get out there it's it's good i, I already no people are starting to ask just from your last podcast. Yep. So I yeah, think you're we, in a good spot. We, we already have like three or four volunteers that, that, that want to come and volunteer, but we're not set up yet. Uh, we will be in February, um, but it's still raw and, and we'll build, but we'll get some momentum here throughout that year uh, coming up in, in 2022. We just need good people, you know, and there's tons of good people here in Osara to, to help embrace and, and make sure these families get get what they need all right well they're hearing you talk your message is good you're a nice guy you just look so scary so like yeah. when your first meet you, it's like wait i could see that you're a wrestler yeah and now you got the big beard and the yeah. hair going yeah. it's like i hope he's in a good mood yeah no no i'm like honestly uh a big teddy bear uh you were a wrestler though i could you were a wrestler i was i was a college wrestler i, I, was, I was an all-american actually in college and uh i was went to school on a division one scholarship so yeah uh yeah, I, I can handle my own in a street fight, but uh, I just, you know, I'm a big teddy bear filled with love. And, and my passion is to truly help these families overcome. Like we're filling a void that, you know, they don't have your prototypical uh, friendships and families due to the struggles that that they they have. So if we can bring families to stay here together to build that bond, build that friendship, uh, build that connection and community, that's what we're looking to do. What else would you like to get out there while you have this platform? Please, uh, if, if you don't understand surf therapy, like uh, do some research on our website at gnomesurf.com, G-N-O-M-E surf.com, uh, and understand what it is that surf therapy truly is. And it's not about becoming a pro surfer. It's about giving these kids happiness and self-confidence and connection. And... Um, we just want to continue to grow this and we know it will. We're just scratching the surface. So we just want to create as many believers as we can out here. We all wish you the best. Thank and you. And what we should do is don't forget to send us your updates. Cause what we could do is cause you're kind of building seasonally, right? It's kind of season to season this year. You're further along than you were last year. Yep. yep. And COVID kind of messed up the year before that, but you, yep. you know, like that's what's yep. happening, right? Yep. What, you should do is keep us posted as to which dates you're going to run yep, absolutely. and at least let us try to line up the volunteers for the water. Yeah, absolutely. Because what's going to happen out of some of those volunteers, let's just say 10 people come out throughout the week, one or two of them will come back. And then you do that a couple seasons. Next thing you know, you're going to have a built in. Exactly. And, and that's what we really want. Like people back home want to come and volunteer here, but like I, I, 
I like that too, but I, there's people here that like to help as well. Um, and it's not only volunteer opportunities that we have, like we'll have paid instructor opportunities and, you know, people will help take care of the, the properties and the land and, and all that. So being a foreigner, it's hard to trust just anybody, uh, especially building in another country. So by having that, uh, really helps. You know what I mean? Th- those resources and, and people you can trust like yourself, you know? Um, so that's, that's what we need. Cool, man. Well, people will listen to this hopefully and, uh, word will get out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for it. coming back. That's, we look forward to having you again soon. Need. Yeah. Thanks, man. People will listen to this hopefully. And-